Hi, welcome to the Get to Yes podcast. This special series focuses on a topic that's affecting every business in our industry right now, COVID profitability. This new series is designed to help hair, beauty and aesthetic business owners survive by building a profit-based COVID recovery plan. Neil Osborne from The Sales Catalyst is our host. He teaches, coaches, consults and speaks on business subjects that help hair, beauty and aesthetic businesses how to become commercially clever. Throughout this special series, Neil talks with a variety of industry experts who share business tips to help you navigate your way out of COVID and beyond. His goal is to help build the financial strength of our industry. He'll be discussing in simple industry language important elements in a profit-based COVID recovery plan. We'll cover ways to manage the big costs in your business and make a profit, where your cash flow and profit is and how to keep some of it in your pocket, what your figures mean and how to influence them, how to benchmark your business figures against industry averages, and how to communicate and negotiate with your landlord. Hope you enjoy it. Hi there. Welcome. It's great to have you back to our next podcast. I'm really excited about today. We've got a very, very talented guy with us. And uh, Craig, welcome. Lovely to have you on board. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm wonderful. Thanks, Neil. And it's uh, yeah, great to be on the call. Thank you. Thank you. I've been looking forward to this one, I must admit. By way of background, let me share a little bit about uh, Craig. Craig is a CPA accountant with 20 years experience working with organisations that have had turnover ranging from 50,000 to 200 million in various industries across the world. Craig is also a certified profit first professional and fix this next advisor with his firm Mints CD Consulting being one of the select few Australia-wide trained in Mike McCallowitz's profit first and fix this next methodologies. Craig, that is such a powerful subject to talk about today. We're only talking the other day about mental health. I think mental health and financial clarity today really tie together and tie together really, really well because that's financial stress is what wakes you up of a nighttime. Now, Craig has got a particular point of view that he wants to talk to us about, and it's called profit transformation and cash flow forecasting with profit first. Now, Craig, just by way of background, we've got a whole mix of industries at the moment that are performing in some really bizarre ways. Uh, and I think as an industry, we've lost our ability to forecast. And that is really scary because we've got some businesses in large shopping centres that are going through horrific changes when the COVID scare occurs to CBD businesses that have just, you know, literally stopped since this, let alone Melbourne and all of the issues that are going on there. And then yet on the flip side, we've got some other businesses that are absolutely experiencing such a high level of demand. It's amazing. And we've got all these government subsidies coming and, well, now starting to go. Uh, Craig, you talk about this journey of transformation. Help us understand how our listeners may be able to benefit from this journey. Yeah, thanks. You've, you've hit the nail on the head there. There's so much unpredictability in, in the world at the moment. But, you know, within our businesses, we're often all looking to change something, whether it's through an external pressure, an external force that, you know, we've all experienced through the current world that we live in or whether it's a location-specific or a goal-specific thing for any individual business, at the end of the day, what I'm seeing around the place is that people want to change things. And this process of 
a transformation. These, these things that we all want to do in life, and we go, hey, we want to we want to go from here, end up here, and how do we actually go through that process? And when I talk about, I usually talk about profit transformations and the like, but it applies equally across all different spaces where we have a choice to make. What are we going to do? We're going to, in business, we're going to have a new sales process, engage in, you know, generating more revenue, whatever it is. And we get excited about that. And that's the commitment phase. We kind of go, yeah, we're on board. We're going to make this happen. But then obviously what happens through this journey of a transformation, we start to then hit this clarity phase where we get all the information, we take stock and we see what the current scenario is and we start to say that's a bit full on and we start to get overwhelmed by all the information and what's the reality of this situation and if we want to transform if we want to hit these big goals like it's this huge gap usually between the two of them and that starts to overwhelm us so human behavior that sort of starts to make us worry and therefore we don't start making the best decisions in the like but i guess then as we do start to take action further and we start to put a whole lot of effort in and that's kind of the next phase of this, this transformation is that we put effort in but it's usually effort with no reward in the early days because we're setting up the systems we're setting up the processes and and you know yourself Neil in, in what you do you set up great systems and it takes time to bed them in and usually this is a stage where people go oh there's no results happening oh, oh no and then it's the old bright shiny object syndrome happens going out oh hang on a second, I'm going to go try something else. And we throw a bit of mud against the wall and we try things and it doesn't really hit the mark. But, you know, if people get through this phase where we work through and as advisors uh, that we sometimes do is we can, you know, shorten this effort without reward area and give people something to sort of hold on to. And we talk about profitability and profit first using methodology. We give people some profit in the bank account. They start to see that. It shortens this whole idea and therefore we're away we're actually into the next phase far more quickly where we're seeing the re results with the reward and we're actually seeing it happen we're seeing cash in our bank we're seeing the sales that is working for us and hey the system works and then we're through to the transformation phase everything's embedded into life and the business i think that's really powerful you've clearly identified that there's three phases to go through this transformation stage and I have to speak with you about this, Craig, because I, I just think of so many clients that I work with that struggle at that third stage. They get excited by what could be, being mindful that a lot of our clients are very visual people and they get excited about what could be, but then they get frustrated with actually the doing. Um, what's some of the tips that you could maybe offer some of our listeners in that final third step that could really help them sort of stay on track rather than, as you've said, getting distracted with that next bright shiny object yeah from a business point of view and it's literally what we do from you know one of the tools we use in business is the profit first methodology within business and i know that you're involved and you do this with clients as well it's one of those things of going hey we can put aside some profit and open up a separate bank account to be able to then say cool as you're doing this activity and the system and process that you're actually you're making progress and people can see it. It's visual. I can see that there's cash in the bank account. And okay, it's only a small amount initially, but hey, I'm getting the results and I'm seeing it and that then anchors it. And once I'm starting to see that and I anchor it, then cool, I can then move on and go, awesome, I've got that covered and it's a great system It works because hey, that's better than what I was doing before. There's more money there that I can take and I'll put into my pocket at the end of the day. And that's actually the overarching, the, the biggest one that I can share with people. 
Yeah, that's so powerful, Craig. It's actually just taking action, isn't it? It's actually just doing something, albeit something small. And I particularly like your comment about profits. So many people I speak to, this seems to be a really elusive word in their business. And that is that they seem to understand that that's the goal, but they never get to see any of it. And I was really curious there about how you said with profit first, you just take some small steps. What's some of the beginnings or what's the transition point for people to move from where they are to maybe adopting this profit first approach that you talk about? Yeah, I think that the steps moving through that is what I've probably touched upon there before. It's the number one, you're wanting to make the change and you're sitting there going, you know, you've probably been looking at your financial reports and, and we're touching on it just a little bit early before the call, you know, a client that came to me that said, I'm making lots of profit, but I don't see it as cash in the bank at the end of the day. And for businesses like that, it's that notion of going, well, hey, changing the mindset as much as anything else to say, well, rather than profit being the leftover, it's the afterthought, cool, I'm going to make a lot of money, then I'm going to go spend a lot of money. Um, and profit is kind of the afterthought. It's giving your money a purpose. Every bit of money that comes into the business has a purpose. And one of the first purposes of it is to nourish you as a business owner. That's usually why you got into business in the first place, to be able to create an impact, a legacy or whatever it is. But we usually forget about that. We get through into the day-to-day -day of money in, money out, and we start to go, oh, hang on a second. So we nourish ourselves. We give out some of that money first by opening a separate bank account and put it into that. What we then actually do by natural behaviours is, we manage to operate off the rest of the money that's left over in the business anyway, because human behavior. We also touched upon this a little bit before the call, the whole Parkinson's law. It's, it's what we do as human beings. Yeah, it's really amazing, isn't it? How since I've introduced Profit First into my business, how easy it is to actually isolate some funds, put them aside, and then operate on what's left like it wasn't there. I'm, I actually am finding it quite exciting. I was only saying to Laura, our CEO of Profit First the other day when we were talking with her, I said, what's the one thing that was most important or most exciting about Profit First? And for me, it was about actually realizing some profit at the end of the quarter and taking a, a distribution. I mean, it was just Yahoo, something I, in 30 odd years of running my own business, I've never done before. It was truly quite amazing. And uh, what's some of the things that you hear from your clients as far as their involvement with Profit First, Craig? What's some of the feedback you get from clients that have worked with you or worked through the Profit First system? It's usually a sense of relief. You know, the, I think it's some of these things that people are like, it doesn't have to be that complicated. You know, people are always, when they start in business, the finance side of things and the, the money it's always this bit of a, a complicated piece. You're told to read financial reports and you've got to know your numbers and these sorts of things. But when you put a system and a framework around how you actually manage the cash flow of the business, and again, you can tailor that to any individual person and it all gets tailored to them specifically as to what they want to achieve and the like, is they just have this sense of calm or relief. It's like, okay, it doesn't have to be complicated. And usually straight away, you can see with clients, you see their shoulders drop, finance them and, and that opens up. And just that process of what we see with people is the shoulders drop, they feel a sense of calm, which means their decision-making is coming from a place of comfort and predictability because they understand where the picture is. And that leads into some of this idea of forecasting and cash flow projection side of things 
where they can feel as though they've got a sense of where it is and there's not this craziness going on. So then we always make better decisions and we can have far more clarity, which then goes, awesome. I feel safe. I feel nurtured. Life's a little bit more predictable. No matter how crazy the world is, I can see what's in the bank is real because it's cash. I've got a few different bank accounts there that say, hey, oh, I'm safe. I've got my tax covered off. I've got some money there to pay myself a wage. Wow, isn't that incredible? And like, as you touched on there, I can reward myself at the end of each quarter, which then frees people up to the notion. And some people say profit first is it's about you've got to reduce expenses. It's not about that. What I've generally found is that people either keep their expenses the same or they might marginally decrease them. But because it frees up their mind, they then go into what they're great at, designing great stuff in their business, getting new clients, new revenue streams, whatever it is, it just frees their mind. They actually end up making more on the revenue side at the end of the day. That's so true because you seem to get very preoccupied with finances when they're not working for you, don't you? And yet when they are working for you, they seem to just automatically float to the back. Cash flow forecasting, I know we've only got a couple of minutes left, but cash flow forecasting, what could be two tips that you could give people to, well, to take a step in that direction and try to master or get more control over the flow of the money through their business? Yeah, the two tips I would say to start with, and again, I've already mentioned it a few times here, I would suggest implementing a system or a cash flow methodology similar to Profit First and use that methodology because what that helps you do is understand the here and now better. So not the first part of cash flow forecasting is being able to understand the here and now. Ultimately, once you've got that comfort, the question usually happens, well, what happens if? What happens when? And that's the natural second question when I feel comfortable with the here and now. So then it's actually, it's like anything else, it's a muscle, it's a system. So people, when I first start talking cash flow forecasting, it's like, oh, I have no idea. Well, okay, let's just think about it. If this happens, what do you expect to happen now? It doesn't happen overnight and no one has a crystal ball and you don't know what the external factors is, but get engaged in that process of, practicing or what do I think is going to happen in the next week and then you can measure it well what happened in the next week and I can look at my bank accounts and say well what cash did I expect to come in did it happen if it didn't happen hey I'm sitting there going well what are the one or two three things that happened was the activity down did I not raise my invoices did I not collect my invoices it's a very simple way of them being able to say oh tracking the cause and effect of what actually happens over a period of time. And as you get the system and you exercise the muscle with, hey, what's out there? And don't abdicate responsibility of that to there's some software out there that you can get on cash flow forecasting and the like, but there's also that does abdicate responsibility because you plug it into a system and it tells you numbers and you kind of go, hey, that's cash flow forecasting. But my suggestion, the second part of that is you exercise it and be involved with it because Nobody knows what's inside your head around what's around the corner, what's the great new offering you're about to do, what's on the horizon with that. I think for a lot of our clients in the uh, you know hair, beauty, body, aesthetic space, this part of the business can be really frustrating because they've just never, well, they've never learned it. They've never been taught it. And, and, you know, like you and I, when we first started in business, we didn't know it either. It was something we had to learn, but we made a conscious decision to learn it. And, you know, we're better off because of it. And I suppose what I'm wanting to do here is to have a contribution to our industry, Craig, to try to help them with some very simple steps. And I think 
your suggestion about simply having a cash flow forecast, I don't care how rudimentary it is, it's not, it's having something is better than having nothing. And I think that's really important. And then secondly, ascertaining how profitable your business is. Now, Craig, what we're going to do for our listeners, if anyone would simply like just to take a step so that they can learn how to be more profitable in their own business, all you need to do is just drop me an email. Or if you're listening to this on social media, just drop me a message with the word profit in it. And I want to supply to you a free instant profit assessment tool that you'll be able to work for yourself and just see how profitable your business is, as well as, well, compare it to some numbers that maybe you should be trying to strive to achieve. But we're here to help. That's the main thing. Craig, you've had a tremendous point of view this morning, and I really think it's really opened up a lot of people's minds to the importance of just getting on top of the numbers. And, you know, we in our industry talk about figures. When we talk about figures, we talk about the figures that walk in our door, not necessarily the figures we see on the spreadsheet. So thank you, Craig. We really appreciate your time today, and it's been a really great insight, mate. Thanks. No worries. Anytime, Neil. It's been a pleasure. Look forward to next time. Thanks, Craig. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the special COVID profitability series of the Get to Yes podcast. If you like what you've heard, please share it with other people who also want a more profitable business. Until our next episode, you can visit Neil at thesalescatalyst.com.au.